Asymmetrical Haircuts, Justice Update, with Janet Anderson and Stephanie van den Berg. All rise. Stephanie, have you been able to report anything out of this annual meeting of the International Criminal Court? No, not really for Reuters. I've been taking a look at it, but it's all very big picture, uh, gradual ideas. Maybe something on the report of the uh, of the prosecutor on the preliminary investigations, but I have to wait until she actually says something interesting about it because the report is a bit meh. Well, that's a bit um, different from some of the other ASPs, Assembly of States parties that we've been to. I mean, there have been some real confrontations um, between the uh, Kenya delegation and some other people in the room. And we've had some real problems over budget. So really, is this just, uh, you know, a not very... Um not a not a great ASP for you? I don't think I would really say that. I mean, there was just so much going on also with the Afghanistan hearings at the same time with me trying to prepare everything for Myanmar and the ICJ. So I just was super busy, but I always have a lot of fun here. Well, luckily, we've been joined by Emma Backham and uh, she's teaching at the Freie Universiteit in Amsterdam and she's been here all week for PILPG, the Public International Law and Policy Group, and she's had a huge team going around monitoring everything that's been going on. Hi, Emma. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no worries. Let's start with a quick round. Uh, there have been a loads of fascinating side events, and it's a real place where NGOs can really present themselves um, and put focus on the things that they want to focus on. Which ones uh, did you go to that you really like? What's your favorite kind of side event? You have to pick one. <laughs> I was just going to say, you're absolutely right. There were so many interesting side events this year. There always are. Um, I went to to quite some, and I really enjoyed the side event hosted by the Wayamo Foundation and some other, uh, quite a couple of states as well, on revisiting time, times and duration of ICC decisions, uh, which basically touched upon the perceived inefficiency of the court. Um, I thought that was very, uh, very relevant and interesting site event. And also yesterday, there was a very interesting site event uh, on crimes committed against ethnic uh, Myanmar, ethnic minorities in Myanmar, which was extremely interesting. And it touched on several aspects of um, the crimes committed in, in Myanmar and the different ethnic minorities and not only the violence that has been happening recently, but uh, going way back. So that gave a lot of perspective to the situation in Myanmar. And Janet, I didn't get to go. I only got to go to one side event, which I won't name as my favorite. Um, and so I, I can't really pick a favorite, but you went to several. What was your favorite? Well, I have to pick the one that I moderated, of course. Um, also, because a lot of people have come to me afterwards and said that it was really interesting. It was on Afghanistan. And um, what I thought was really good was the absolute realism of the people in the room, um, which you don't always get. You quite often get people who don't really understand how the ICC works. Um, and if they do understand it, then they're really, really hoping that it that somehow the ICC's intervention is going to change everything. But in this case, they they really see it as very important but also not the only thing that's going to happen. So I was very happy with that. Um, but apart from that, what what would you have wanted to go if you could have gone then, Stephanie, if you managed to miss most things? Um, I would have loved to go to the thing on the how long it takes to make decisions. Uh, the Myanmar also, because I was preparing for Myanmar and trying to get to speak to all these people and I would have liked to see them all in a room where they would speak longer about their experiences, just more than just a five-minute snippet. I, I need to personally 
brush them for, for Reuters. And mostly I miss the woman from Gambia, Tufa Jala, speaking about her experiences of abuse at the hands of the Gambian dictator, uh, Jame, because I reported on the Gambia and I was West Africa editor for Agence France Presse. And I really am looking at that story and looking at like possible possibilities for persecution. So I like that there's a lot of interest in the Gambia and I missed all of it, so sadly. And what about you, Emma? Was the one that you wished that you'd gone to that, that you missed? I actually uh, wanted to go to the same event Stephanie just mentioned. And there are also some other side events, I think, on sexual and gender-based violence, which I would have really liked to attend as well. And uh, the one that I missed that I really wish I'd gone to was the one organized by the IBA um, into why it is that detainees can't get provisional release, how difficult that is to arrange with states. They had a really good discussion, a really detailed discussion, which kind of opened the curtain on what, what really goes on behind the scenes in the discussions between the registry of the ICC and the states in order to really make this happen. So... Um, yeah, I wish I'd been there to be able to report on that. In case you have missed all these interesting site events, they're all published on uh, PLPG's Lawyer and Justice blog, uh, where you can read all of them. Oh, well, we'll go and check that out. Thank <laughs> you very much. But, Emma, you've also been inside the room, or you've had your team inside the main room, where all the delegates are from the States, and where they have a constant discussion about the big issues of the ICC, about the budget. Anything that you can tell us about what's been going on inside the room? So there's been going on a lot. Uh, it's been a long week with lots of plenary meetings and lots of discussions. Uh, our junior research associates have taken lots of notes during them and they will all also um, be written into summaries and published on our Lying Justice blog where you can read back all of the everything that's been discussed. A lot of states refer to the review of the court, obviously, which was a big topic at this year's ASP. Yeah, that's the big one, isn't it? It's called a yeah. strategic review and it looks like the states have really got behind it. Um, experts have been named exactly. and now we're just waiting to see uh, exactly how it's going to work. Yeah, so that's including with the elections of the prosecutor and judges next, at next year's ASP in 2020. So there was a lot of build-up basically for next year's ASP, then we will have the results of the review. Will you be covering anything else to do with uh, the court during during the next year as PILPG or do you just do the ASPs mainly? We're very involved during the ASP and we, we report a lot on this during the whole week but we definitely also try to keep up to date with the, uh, with the ICC and everything that's going on uh, which we'll also write about on the blog. Okay, yeah. well, maybe we'll ask you on another time. Meanwhile, next week, onwards and upwards, it's the International Court of Justice. You'll be there, won't you, Stephanie? You've got one of the rare seats inside. Uh, uh, yes, I do. Um, I, I have to be there all days. We're sending like four or five people from Reuters. It's going to be a circus. Because it's Myanmar and Sang Suu Kyi uh, and uh, talking about whether the Genocide Convention applies. Yes, it, it hits all the highlights. It has a big international name, Aung San Suu Kyi. She is controversial because now she's defending these uh, alleged crimes. It has the genocide, the G word. So, you know, everybody is going to show up and it's going to be a big... Um, Everybody's going to show up and they're not going to know a lot about the court. So I'm going to spend most of my time explaining to my colleagues why they should be saying this and not that and what exactly it means. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting. And um, we've got a podcast uh, that uh, people should tune into uh, where some more of this explanation goes on with two men with beards. Yes, men with beards, always good to mansplain uh, difficult terms at the ICJ for us. 
Okay, well, thanks very much, Emma, for coming on to the podcast. At a moment's notice, you were just hauled out of another meeting that you were in. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much.